Alright, Longhouse special episode. So, we actually just recorded the, the first Line Gear episode. Now we're going to record this one real quick. But, in episode 3 we had a couple spooky stories each. And uh, we were going to tell these, these Bigfoot stories too, because we each have an experience. But, uh, Buddy's internet was going to shit, so we had to cut it, cut it early. So, yeah, we're gonna do this in addition you know mostly because of one the to help promote the the pine patch that we're dropping but then also uh just because we've come a long way since that first episode on camouflage and we have some more listeners we have a little bit of a community started now of cool like-minded guys that like to talk to each other so feel free to join the discord and telegram and all that stuff and get in voice chats and talk to dudes in your area and find guys to go camping with so this one's going to be on some of our bigfoot encounters and i'm still debating on whether i'm going to throw spooky music over it or not maybe the birds of ambient mix haven't haven't decided yet so if you want to if you want to start it off you can tell your your story okay yeah so it was this takes place uh, around the White Mountains area in Lincoln, New Hampshire. Based. I was, yeah. It's a great place. And uh, if you are listening to this and you live in New Hampshire, like preferably close to that area, like, and you're able to go there freely, um, please DM me because I'm going to give you a task. So just be prepared for that. But anyway, um, so I was, I was young when we were living there. You know, my dad had just gotten out of the Navy and everything. And we lived in a uh, pretty small house. And a uh, little backstory on it. We, uh, we lived in the, near the mountains and everything. Our closest neighbor, you know, he's the one who we got milk, eggs, and stuff from. He, he had cows and a big plot of land. And uh, there, was, there was no real, like, Oh, we can just go to Walmart, you know, because Walmart was way, way too far away. And, uh, you know, we lived on a... Yeah. yeah. Uh, like, I'm talking wood-burning stove, fireplace, well for water, and dirt road, um, all that. School buses were four-wheel drive, snow-plowed, chain tire for, like, half of the year. But, um... So anyway, my uh, my dad had some time off of work, and uh, he was working for a company which no longer exists. And our uh, neighbor Bill, he was part of a logging outfit at the time who was doing some work uh, northeast of the White Mountain National Park or National Forest, and um, he was. He was asked if he wanted to come along. Dad said yes. Uh, my mom and two sisters would stay home, and I would go with my dad to go there because uh, I had already had experience uh, doing deforestation stuff on his land. And what I mean by that is, I was like, uh, dude, I was probably like 12, uh, running a hydraulic log splitter. That was my <laughs> my deforestation <laughs> experience, right? And, um, so with that backstory out of the way, 
there were also um, what we at that point were calling eco-terrorists uh, basically uh, monkey wrenchers who didn't want you know deforestation to happen they also didn't understand that for every one tree we took down 10 would replace it um, which now that I'm older I kind of understand their frustration uh, seeing all the deforestation that's happening in, in my current town the FBI have now entered the chat yeah <laughs> right <clears throat> and so they would they would do stuff like set up uh, like the saltwater fishing line that's meant for like sharks and stuff so they can't chew through it they would set that up at like chest level on 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 our four-wheeling trails and stuff so that it would demount us and hurt us and get us out of the game uh, they would they would leave caltrops everywhere they would you know they would go so far as to shoot 22s at tires and stuff like that um, but so anyway with that in mind uh, we ended up getting to the logging site um, I have its current location actually pulled up right now and um, yeah I can I can I can if like I said if you live in New Hampshire let me know and specifically in this area and I will I will grid your ass out there but um so anyway you know long story short we're out there and it's a couple nights in and uh, I'm in a trailer with with Bill his Native American buddy uh. <laughs> <laughs> so to interrupt real quick when we were trying to record this originally we were laughing because you had named like the Native American guy and I made a joke and I asked if his name was uh, what chief battery acid <laughs> something because it's he's from the he's from a Kawasaki tribe Oh yeah, it was like, dude, it was like Chief Chief Cowsuck, you were calling him or something. I can't remember. Yeah, Chief Cowsuck. We were laughing about it like so hard for literally like five minutes of just bullshitting, like laughing at it, and then your internet <laughs> kept cutting out, so we had to stop. Yeah, and now, uh, you know, I I forget his name. Um, Chief Cowsuck. Chief Cowsuck, right? But yeah, he was he was cool, dude. He was he was very obvious, like Native American dude. Um, like down to his jewelry, right? But uh, his jewelry, but his feathers. uh, yeah, his feathers. And uh, he's a cool dude. He was he was really good friends with Bill and my dad. Um, they'd get together and and smoke peace pipe and shit. <laughs> uh, later found out that that was marijuana, and uh, I do not approve of degenerate behavior. Same. But um, <laughs> yeah, dude, I thought they were smoking tobacco or something. I was like, all right, cool. Smells weird, but all right. What's that green tobacco? Yeah, son, that's like... son, that's the devil's lettuce. Yeah, son, don't touch it. That's all that's right. the old jazz cabbage, son. You don't want <laughs> jazz that. Jazz cabbage. But yeah, so we're out there. Probably like I think it's like night two or three. I can't remember because we're supposed to be out there for a few weeks, right? And we're in these trailers. I'm hanging out, eating, and they're talking, and then you know all of a sudden like. Uh, shit just gets weird, man. Um, now, you're listening to the story from the perspective of this is going to be a Bigfoot story, so you're going to already know like kind of what's going on, but try to listen to it from a perspective of a 12-year-old who understands that there are environmental terrorists in the area, okay? So, so we're out there, and shit gets weird. Um, stuff starts getting thrown at our, uh, our trailer, 
and it's 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 like sticks and rocks and uh, Chief Kawasuk, I'm just gonna call him Bob. So Bob fucking <laughs> goes and gets a lever action rifle. It's a 4570 lever action rifle, which is what he uses to hunt uh, moose with. Which, you know, we all did. But, um, and he's like aiming this thing, and he's he's going nuts. My dad's going nuts, and Bill gets his rifle, and they start aiming it in one direction, and we're getting hit from like two different directions now with shit and it's it's just it's popping off and it, it eventually dies down and uh you know i don't want to sit here and talk about what each individual log size or whatever was thrown at us and uh it eventually dies down and we go to investigate and you know a couple of our f-150s and ford rangers had windows smashed out um trailers were pretty fucking dented because there were some pretty sizable tree matter thrown at them and uh so eventually you know we we chill out everything dies down and we get comfortable again we go to bed and um in the morning bill goes into town to uh get get like a repair guy because you know he's got a sat phone or whatever but it's it's not working and if you've ever been out there, you'd probably understand why. And so he goes into town, and he's got a good drive ahead of him, so he's going to be gone. He's probably going to overnight it in a hotel somewhere. We understood it. But so anyway, we're back doing the normal thing, um, and I'm tasked with driving like this old ass Honda Foreman utility four wheeler and picking up uh, excess wood to go on the log splitter to be used for firewood or bundling branches to be put in the brush pile for later to later be burned um and i ended up catching up with bob who you know is the indian guy and uh talking to him and i was like man you know i remember saying uh like because i was scared right like i was like you know are those environmental terrorists out here do you think and he straight up was like no I don't think that those are environmental terrorists. He was like, they're a lot more subtle about what they do. He was like, he was explaining it, you know, like an environmental terrorist isn't going to go head on with, with loggers because they know we're going to have guns and shit for bear and moose. And uh, I was like, well, what do you think it was? Like, you know, and at any at this point, I'm just like making shit up, right? I was like, you know, was it like bears that took a shit and they're like kicking dirt or or, or what? Because I just wanted to feel better. They shit bears. Like, yeah, and you gotta remember, like I'm 12 years old, and you know, yeah, I'm like from the mountain or whatever. I'm like a rough and tough kid. I've got a fucking Smith and Wesson Model 10 on my hip at the age of 12. You started dipping at the age of six. Yeah. Like, I've been smoking cigarettes <laughs> since, since fucking I don't know when. All right? it's, it's funny, too, because we just got off saying that uh, that the last podcast was sponsored by Raid Shadow Legends and uh, Tobacco. <laughs> and, and Marvel. Yeah. But, dude, and, and so he, I asked him, I was like, man, what, you know, what do you think is going on? He was like, I think it's the Shy Man. And I'm like, the fucking what, dude? Like, is this some sort of, like, because I was a little, like, off put by native americans because i was homeschooled and i was taught that they were like i wasn't 
uh, on purposely taught that they were like savages or whatever. That's just what I had learned. We thought that they were in my history classes. And so I don't get out much. <laughs> I don't interact yeah. with a lot of people. The first black person I ever saw was when I was 14 moving from New Hampshire. Okay. Dude, something funny to, to interrupt that real quick. I think I might have actually mentioned this in the podcast before, but I have a friend who his dad grew up in like super rural Poland, like on a farm. Yeah, like, like for fun, they would just get loaded up with vodka and drive the tractor around. Like that was their fun. <laughs> and uh, they had heard that in a train station, like a couple hours away in the city, there was a black person. So a bunch of them, like they were like, they couldn't even fathom what that was like because they, you know, they've never seen one on, you know, before. So they all piled into the car, like him and all of his friends. There was like six or seven, seven of them that it was probably like a fucking lotto that they got in or something drove like two hours to the city to go to the train station they looked they went holy shit that guy is literally a black guy and they got back in the car and left like that. <laughs> yeah yeah that's that's like i understand what that's like but um but he goes in to explain what the shy man is and i don't have tv so i'm not like watching in search of bigfoot or anything so kind of keep that in mind like again listen to this story like you're a fucking scared 12 year old or whatever with no exposure to the outside world of like television and sci-fi yeah exactly and so because and i'm impressionable still like um whatever he's saying he's an adult and he's trusted by people in my tribe or whatever of people so i trust what he says to be truthful okay and so he's explaining to me what the shy man is and it's you know a large bipedal human-like creature covered covered in fur whatever and um his people and other uh tribes lived in harmony with these people until the white man came and uh and ruined the the homogeneous society that they had i guess with uh tall hairy ape-like men that's just me and women it was just you, yeah. You should see my <laughs> chest. I am the fucking shy man. <laughs> and uh, and so, you know, he's explaining it. Like, you know, they're keepers of the forest or whatever. Um, the lore is, is actually sick. And I'm, I'm being condescending because I don't want to sound like uh, a fucking schizo or whatever. But, um, but yeah, you know, they're, they're keepers of the forest. They, they're just part of, part of it, man. They're just part of life. And... Uh, some people were saying like some of his tribes didn't believe that they can mind speak or communicate telepathically or whatever and I'm like yeah dude this is fucking weird because I still had reasoning you know and uh, but yeah so I, he gives the basic descriptory factors of what we know to be like a Sasquatch or Bigfoot and I'm thinking damn dude that's fucking scary uh <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't want to be out here anymore. And so I really don't have an option but to stay because I, there's, I mean, other than the logging trucks, which are meant to just take logs out, uh, I'd have no way to get out other than uh, one Ford Ranger, which wasn't a fleet, fleet truck. It was my dad's truck. And um, which that truck is still in the family today, which is pretty cool. But, um, yeah, it is. Yeah, so long story short, 
Um, a couple nights go by, nothing happens. I get more, I get a little bit more comfortable, and uh, you know, driving on my four wheeler, going to drop the brush sticks off, and so, like, if from an aerial aerial view, right? Imagine like an egg, uh, with the the more round part of it facing like up. Uh, around the top of the egg, there's like trailers. In the egg is the uh, processing site for for wood and stuff, and you know a grill or whatever, and some some of the fleet trucks. And then to the to the right, I guess you could say like east, uh, is my brush pile, and it's it's probably like 200 feet off a of camp. So, I mean, in a trail. And so, um, you know, I'm bringing my stuff over there, and a, and. Uh, I always like keep keep my head on a swivel when I'm out there because uh, I've been ran off by moose before. Jeez. In my in my own backyard. Dude, moose are fucked. And, yeah, they're they're. I would rather fucking deal with a goddamn ape than a moose. But because an ape will fucking lose interest in you, like it just wants you away. A moose wants to fucking kill you. What if the apes on DMT? <laughs> I guess I can't breathe. Um. So we'll. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, Holy I, uh, fuck! <laughs> I, uh, I fucking I get up to my little thing, you know, and I'm I think I see something off in the distance, and I'm like, damn, you know, that might be a bear. And uh, you know, I'm thinking like, damn, it's kind of kind of weird that you know, black bear looks you know so auburn, like so like reddish or whatever. Mm -hmm. And the sun, it was it was the sun was out and everything. And then, you know, I'm dropping my logs off while I'm keeping an eye on this, on this spot. And, you know, I do have a pistol on me, which I know for a fact, fuck 38 special. And my scared ass is not going to do anything against a bear. Um, but it just feels good. And so I'm throwing my sticks into the, uh, into the brush pile. And, um, I see it move. And then get four times fucking bigger. Jeez. And like, dude, I <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I still have like dreams about that shit, dude. And that, you know, and see, here's the fucking thing. Here's the here's the fucking problem I have, right? Uh, a black bear don't have fucking shoulders when they stand up. Okay, so fuck you to the guy who's like, oh. It was, it was just a big ass bear. Fuck you. Um, and B, they don't sway their fucking arms when they take a step. Okay? Like a people. Like a fucking dude. Okay? Like a fucking eight foot, nine foot tall dude. And uh, number two, to the people who say, why didn't you take a picture of it? Why didn't you get a video of it? Right? Like nowadays, everyone's got a smartphone. I want you to take a picture. I want you to have the fucking dexterity to get your phone out and uh, and manually swipe shit when you are fucking in fear for your life. Okay, that's what I want you to do. Twelve and full of adrenaline. Yeah, when when your flight response has activated, I want you to try to take a fucking picture. Okay, so do that for me and then we'll talk. So I fucking run to my four wheeler and I cut that motherfucker. <laughs> and I come blasting into the fucking campsite, squealing fucking brakes, 
and uh, you know Bill's not back yet. My dad is with the uh, logging crew, cutting trees and shit. And Bob and a couple of his buddies are chilling at the camp because I forgot what he was responsible for. I think he was like part of the fucking mechanic crew or something. Obviously not the ones that would deal with the fucking broken vehicles because he can't deal with broken glass with a fucking wrench. Yeah. But, um... You can break glass with a wrench. Yes, you can cause a problem. <laughs> uh, but, um... And he, uh... You know, I run up to him and I just... I just jump at him and grab him. And he's like, yo, what... You know, what's going on, man? Dude, were you, like, bawling and, your eyes out when it happened? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I was fucking scared, dude. Yeah. And, uh, and <laughs> it took a fucking, like, ten-minute period uh, for me to, like, calm down because I was trying to communicate, but I'm 12, so I'm like... <laughs> yeah, like, hyperventilating, crying. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah, I'm fucking scared. And the and what's... Like, I can remember... Um, normally, like, you know how when you're, like, you're running up the stairs and it's dark in your house and you're like, oh, fuck, and you gotta run faster now because you feel like something's gonna get you? Yeah, when you turn the lights off to the basement and you're like fucking bolting up the stairs trying to get up. Yeah. You're clearing three <laughs> steps at a time. Yeah. I didn't have that feeling on my with way like back. like one, one foot legs. You, but, you, you look know? like a bird running across the street with the little legs like just fucking going. <laughs> yeah. But, crank, uh, crank that shit I, in I maximum remember, overdrive. I can remember on the on the hauling ass back um, I didn't have that feeling like I was being you know pursued or whatever. I was just scared. Um, and I have had that feeling of being pursued when, um, like, I don't know, the, the moose encounter, the, uh, being on trails where I fucking think I'm getting stalked by a, a cat. But, uh, in this instance, I didn't. And, you know, I ended up telling him, like, hey, there, there was this fucking bear that stood up really high, because he had told me the Shy Man story and stuff. But I'm a kid, so I'm like, yeah, that's hype. I got, I'm gonna go do some other shit. And uh, he was like, you know, really understanding or whatever. And he just takes me into the trailer. And uh, you know, long story short, that that's about it. He he later explained probably three months later, because we did cut it short, because weird shit did keep happening. Uh, shit kept getting ruined. And uh. You know the the contract never did get fulfilled we still got paid but it, it never got fulfilled um due to uh what we'd said was environmental terrorists um but yeah so i'm full like i'm fully convinced that like that type of shit is real based off of my own experience and and like there's a couple more instances where it's like fucking weird because it's like catching a bug man like once you see it or learn about it or like you have your own encounter or unexplainable thing happen you gotta fucking know like you end up turning into like x-files obsessed with finding the truth and i'll be honest with you dude to this day that's probably like 90 90 percent of the reason why i go out is for the slim chance that like all right, I might be able to validate my, my childhood fear that it's yeah. like real. Because I was just a kid too, you know? It's like, who knows? Maybe it was a bear and I freaked myself out and that story was in the back of my mind. 
because when I say I saw it stand up, take a step, and I was fucking out, dude, I was fucking out, okay? Like, I could not hear much, I could not fucking smell much, I had tunnel vision, and I was out. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, if you... Scary shit. If you live... If you live over there, I have withheld some information because I don't want, uh, or I've lied about directional information. But yeah, if you live like near Lincoln, New Hampshire, uh, DM me because there's a couple things I want you to do. Yeah, no, that's good. That would be that would be crazy if somebody validated it. Which my experience may have been slightly validated but uh basically my story is that uh me and a buddy of mine were going out one time to do like a small game hunting and hiking trip and so we we he has a spot that we drove to and we got there pretty late so i because that was when i still uh i was still like in trade school so i i got out of my class my evening like electrical class drive to his place we load up in his uh in his suv and we drive to the spot and he's gone there a couple times and you know he has it all kind of laid out so where we go it's not it's not too far from like the city but in this particular region the only houses that are there look like they haven't been taken care of in 30 years and they're on yeah. big they're on like huge plots of land like farms they're like old farmhouses that are just you know old people living them now so basically we drove down this dirt road and uh he actually missed the turn because it's like a little two track that goes into the woods and we actually missed it and hit a cornfield and i uh, had to turn around and we were joking around saying that we were gonna see like a corn fed sasquatch so <laughs> we uh turn around he finds a little trail and basically like if you can imagine it imagine like the road is going like you know uh east and west and the trail ends up like intersecting it um and then it goes up and then it turns to go parallel with the with the like dirt road that we drove in on and the whole time that we were there we didn't we didn't see any other signs of people no cars drove down that road nothing we were alone out there and when we went there we didn't uh i wasn't even 21 yet he was but we, i mean we didn't have any uh sort of alcohol or anything so we weren't drinking um, you know, we don't do drugs or anything like that. And we had both grown up going out in the woods, um, kind of the same circumstance where we both grew up like in a suburb, but close to like large areas of woods where we go to. And like, I grew up all the time frequently, like me and my dad would go out in the woods where I still go today and we would spend time out there. So I'm not like weird about sleeping out in the woods. I'm, I'm comfortable out in nature and stuff. It's not like, you know, a couple city boys out there that are jumping at every noise they're hearing. So we get there kind of right. late and uh, we're going to set up our hammocks. And this is like September of 2016, I want to say, 2015. I don't know. One of those two. So we, 2016 it was. Um, so we end up like setting up everything and well, we got out there and, and he had just bought a hammock because I was going to run my hammock. And we get out there and he's like, all right, how do I set this thing up? And I'm like, all right, grab the straps. And he goes, what straps? And I was like, what? He's like, oh, I didn't know you had to get straps. Like he thought that it all just came as one thing. 
So we rigged up like a 550 cord shitty setup for him. We go to sleep and it's a little bit colder than we had thought, a little bit colder than we had packed for. So, you know, we're sleeping next to the vehicle. So we're, we're not like alone or we're not like remote. I want to say, and, uh, away from the vehicle. So go to sleep. And the way that we were, was like, we were sharing one tree and then they went out in different ways. So we kind of made like an L shape. And so I was parallel to the, to the main road that we came in on and he was perpendicular to it. And like our heads were kind of on like the same tree, I guess. So, and then all around me, cause like if I'm laying there to my left, it was all woods with like, you know, sparse big trees. And then like a whole bunch of like fallen logs, knee deep brush pickers, like thick shit. And then it went to the main road, probably 75 meters away. So we go and, um, we, and like to my right and then kind of to my feet, it was like all thicker woods that, you know, we couldn't really walk through cause it was too thick. And then there was a little, a little trail going like away from where my head was kind of to his left. And then that's where we went to get on to like the main trail that we went to hike around to go shooting and, and hunting and stuff. So yeah, go to sleep. It's probably like 10 or 11 PM at this point. And then we wake up or I wake up at like 2 AM two 3 AM. Cause I hear him fucking around like in his hammock and I'm like, Hey, are you good? He's like, Oh yeah, I'm kind of uncomfortable. Like, this thing hadn't been set up properly and it's colder than I had anticipated. I'm kind of pretty cold. And we were just kind of talking quietly like, oh, okay, you know, we could probably grab our stuff and just go to sleep in the car and, and whatnot. And at the time he had a handgun cause he was over 21. So he could purchase one and carry it. And I was under 21. So all I had was a shotgun that had like small game loads in it. Cause I mean, we were mostly like hunting chipmunks and like squirrels and shit. So we don't really have, you know, we're not running like AKs and stuff like that to defend against fucking cryptids. Um, so while we're talking, we hear from like me, if I'm like looking down at my feet, it was to like kind of off to my like one o'clock. And I had a tarp too that was pitched over me and it was like a little bit of a pitch over me and then it went down to my right. So I couldn't even see into the woods area. So, and then also like when you're laying in a hammock, you kind of get like walls next to you of the hammock. Cause you're like sunk down in it. So right. we're laying there and we hear something like break a branch in the woods. And, uh, we both stopped talking. We're just listening like, Oh, it's probably a deer or something like that going to move through. And then all of a sudden we hear something running and like its feet are pounding the ground. And you can tell by the way that it's running and like the noise that it's hearing. Cause like we can literally hear its feet hitting the ground. It sounds like somebody running on like pavement pretty much like, like stepping really hard. And you could tell that it was running on two legs. Like it wasn't a gallop. It was like consistent, you know, consistent running noise. Right. And, uh, and it runs right through our camp and it lets out these two, like four second long howl, like, screams that I've never heard before in my life runs through runs like you know past me and then runs like across him if that makes sense because like I'm you know it ran like perpendicular to how I'm laying like between me and then the main road runs off into the woods and then we hear it die down and there's a couple seconds of just 
pure silence. It felt like forever. And uh, we're like laying there, and he just goes, man, that was some Jurassic Park shit. And we kind of like laughed, and we're like, yep, fuck this, we're going into the car. Yeah. Grabbed our fuck blankets, that. yeah, grabbed our guns, because he had like a handgun, like a single shot twenty two bolt action rifle from like fucking 1920. And <laughs> so we grab our, grab our shit that's like just pea shooters against anything big, get in this right. car, and we get in there and we're like, Okay, actually, what the fuck was that? And we started freaking out a little bit when we got in the car. Yeah. Because, like, it took a second for us to realize, like, that wasn't normal. And we're sitting there trying to figure out what the fuck was that. And uh, we're, like, running through every single thing it could have been. Deer, you know, possibility of, like, a cougar or something. Because there are some in that area. There's been a couple sightings of them. Uh, Literally anything. Anything that would scream. Coyotes you know, owls, stuff like that. But nothing made sense because of how big it was. And like, you know, if it was an owl, it wouldn't be running through the through the woods and breaking branches and stuff through all that thick shit. And if it was a if it was a cougar, we wouldn't have fucking known because I mean they stalk. And, you know, four legs. And then deer, same thing, like deer don't make that noise. So we're running through everything and we're looking up because we have some service, so we're looking up like Howling sounds from this animal, scream from this, like different animals in our state that can scream. Like, dude, we're, we're doing like an hour and a half of sit, like research trying to figure out what it is, listening to sounds on YouTube, everything. And just to throw it out there, he goes, you know what it kind of sounded like? It kind of sounds like on Animal Planet, those, those shows where they're like hunting the Bigfoot and they play the calls. Mm-hmm. And then they, they hear a response that's like the same noise. And I'm like, oh, fuck, you're right. So I look up on YouTube just for shits and giggles, Bigfoot sounds. Dude. <laughs> oh, man, fuck that. I would just be like, yeah, 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 probably. And I'd keep fucking driving. Well, we, we weren't driving. We were just sleeping in the car. We decided we were going to sleep in the car instead. We didn't even leave. And so oh. we were like laying there, like in his car. I'm like sitting there. I got like the shotgun next to me and a fucking tomahawk on the dash. And at this point, like, we're kind of freaking out, like, looking out the windows, looking around for anything. Uh-huh. And uh, so we look up the noises, and I, I look up a Bigfoot Sounds compilation, and I get to a video that's, like, on the second page of YouTube. So I, I clicked a couple already, and I found this one video, and I can still find it. And I'm going to insert the sound that we heard in this um, when I edit it. But, like, we hear it. And we hear the exact noise that we had heard on one of those sound compilations. And, like, the hair on the back of our neck stood up. And we were like, holy fuck, that was it. And yeah. we were kind of freaking out. And because anything else that it could have been, we weren't able... It didn't make sense. Like, no other animal that we've ever heard had made that noise. And he had also had another, like, story where one time he went to the same exact spot... And he set up a tent, and he heard something big, like, walking around outside of the tent, like, in a weird pattern beforehand. But he didn't he didn't tell me that. He's like, oh, yeah, like, I've had a weird experience here before. But something like that, I mean, I've been sleeping in the woods, like, in a tarp, and heard something walking around that's a little bit bigger. I, I mean, it's whatever. So yeah. we're, like, kind of freaking out. We end up actually going to sleep, waking up the next morning, and then we, you know, went to hit the trail to go hike and do some hunting and, and whatnot and we kind of were like oh yeah that was crazy last night haha but we didn't think much of it we didn't look for prints or anything like that like 
honestly, it was kind of wiped from our brain for a little bit. And then, oh, yeah. and then we ended up uh, leaving early because we both got like really like like really bad headaches. It was weird. Like it, it was to the point where like I puked because I had such a bad headache. So we end up uh, getting in his car and like I don't have I don't get like caffeine withdrawals or anything. Um, mm-hmm. I was just explaining to him before we started recording like the last podcast episode that you know for Lent I had given up caffeine. And I'll, I'll regularly, like, give up caffeine for, for like, a week or something. And, uh, or a couple of days. Like, if I go to the field and I don't have caffeine, it's not, like, a big deal. I don't get headaches. I don't notice it. It's it's whatever. Um, but, you know, we were, like, what the fuck was that? Freaking out. Have headaches. Decide that we're going to leave. We get into town. Almost as soon as we get into town, our headaches go away. Like, as soon as we left the woods, like, no more headaches. Which, it's really weird. It might just be like a mental thing, but I don't know. Could be some subconscious thing too, where that's, your like little that's primitive brain is like, yo. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's what I think. Like, I honestly do think that it might have been, like, either subconscious or like some sort of other sign that we need to leave. Um, I will say this, real quick. Yeah. So like, uh, going back to like the mind speak thing. There are people who would say that we have gotten so far uh, detached from nature that um, the ability to communicate with other animals is gone. Like, I mean, we've all read stories about like people communicating with animals telepathically or whatever. And uh, there are people who like, headaches during bigfoot 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 encounters are common, really? and a lot of people believe that it is them trying to mind speak with us, and we are just unable to uh, deal with it. I've never heard that. cannot comprehend it. That's, that kind of reinforces it in a way. Um, yeah, I mean, like, dude, hours and hours and hours, sometimes almost every night of research. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was the thing, was, like, after after this encounter, I had put up a thing on Reddit on... Because at the time, I, like, I would go on Reddit and stuff, and I had gone on Reddit and posted basically the whole encounter... And I posted on a couple, like, outdoor forums, and everybody just was, like, snarky about it. They're like, haha, what kind of mushrooms did you have? I want some. And I'm like, no, you motherfucker, like, I don't I do not do yeah. that. You know, I don't like mind-altering things. Um, like, I don't I don't even like getting drunk, because it puts me outside of, like, a normal state. I mean, I don't, don't get me wrong, I like to drink, but I don't... I cut it off if I can't... When I get to the point where I'm unsure if I'll be able to drive I stop and I eat something because if something happens if there's some sort of emergency or something I never want to be like especially like if you have kids I don't have kids but when I do you know kid running through the house and slips and you know cracks their fucking skull open I got to go to the hospital but I can't because you know I've been drinking too much I don't ever want that to be a thing um so I don't I don't even like to get drunk and then I end up taking the same thing and I just post it in, a, in like a Bigfoot subreddit. And a couple people, because the thing too is like, those people are going to be the last ones in my opinion to say, oh, yep, that was it. Because they they deconstruct things so much and because they are constantly looking for proof, they're very skeptical on that stuff too. As, as, on our, or as, like, yeah, as like ironic as it is, you think that people that want Bigfoot to be real are going to affirm everything that they can. But they don't. Yes. They don't want to affirm things that aren't true. Is what I found. Yeah, because we need consistencies. And the problem with, like, oh, what kind of 
mushrooms are you taking is it needs to be taken seriously that's the reason i feel like it's not a dis it's not like a discovered thing yet like a scientifically discovered thing it is because people do not take it seriously oh yeah i agree um and the thing too is like bigfoot has you, you ever notice like how it's weird that like all ancient people that were uncontacted had stories of like dragons and other common legends and occurrences bigfoot is the same way like the native americans and like the motherfuckers that lived in like siberia and stuff i mean around the same times they had like the same stories yeah you know native americans ultimately came from siberia and whatnot but i mean there's there's accounts from people in south america and different places in europe and stuff like that and it's it's like it's the same thing like dragons like the chinese and the norse before they even met both had writings of dragons and things and i'm not saying dragons are real or that they were but it's it's kind of weird when you think about how they all have similar characteristics and stories down to like very certain specific things and they weren't talking to each other yeah no communication lines with even people who already had like dragon lore or whatever yeah and it's the same thing with bigfoot there's tons of cultures that have tall like stories of giants or whatever like yeah. fuck yeah and you know also to the thing too is like when so when we got back to his his house um he lived with his parents at the time and his dad ended up telling us that he had a fucking encounter when i like my buddy had already heard this story before but he told me basically him and his uh his brother and then his brother's friend or his cousin or something were all um they were all like out one time they had like a, a place you know like a second cabin or whatever out in the woods and the the because there was three dads and then uh you know three boys and the dads were going into town to i don't know if they were going into town to grab drinks or groceries or something but anyway they had you know decided to prepare food out on out back like on the fire so they had made it and then uh i think that they were, like had wrapped up fish in tinfoil or something and thrown it thrown it in the fire so the one him and his brother were like okay let's go get the fish and then we can eat it so he was going to hold the door open and his brother went to go walk out to the fire to grab the fish and then bring it back and he was going to hold the door open for him and then their cousin that was a little bit older was just kind of sitting at the table hanging out and he ended up walking out there and you know from his dad's perspective he was telling us this that he had seen his brother like getting the getting the fish off the off the uh like the grill thing uh -huh. the grate and uh he just stops looks up screams fucking bloody murder runs into the cabin and is like freaking out and then because he was freaking out like it caused his dad to freak out because they were both like seven and nine and then the other kid was like 12 or 13 so he was freaking out and he said eventually when you know they the when all the the dads came back they had seen like all the kids cowering in the corner like holding knives like freaking out and crying pretty much and uh it's basically badass. basically what had happened was that his brother was going to grab it and he was looking down and he saw feet like on the other side of the fire and god he, and he like looks up and it was like a super tall hairy man-like guy like staring at him and he just it scared the shit out of him and he ran back into the house and he had My, told us uh, the story too. Response. What's that? My fear response these days is to vomit, and I would probably fucking throw up. Dude, probably. 
Like, we ended up, I ended up staying at his house for a little bit because it was weird. Like, as soon as we got out of the woods, my headache went away. And so we were sitting there and hanging out and watching, you know, things on, on their TV and stuff because, I mean, this was years ago and like 4K TVs were like pretty new. So uh, we were like watching videos on like the 4K TV of like Bigfoot encounters. And there's a couple of good ones, but dude, it's... Yeah. That that story was kind of kind of fucked, and uh, he ended up he ended up putting a thing on Facebook, like uh, he basically just told the story after it happened, and some guy that was like a family friend or something like that was like, oh, can you send me the coordinates to that area because I live around there, and I'll go and see if you know I can hear anything because I go hunting and bird watching and stuff out there, and then he ended up sending a video clip or a sound clip of him hearing like the same howling out in the distance during the daytime. And it almost sounded as if it was like coming from a couple different spots, like communicating. But yeah, I mean, Dude, that, that's it, so it, exciting. It was weird. Yeah, it was it was crazy, and like it, that stuff gets me going. Yeah, and like it's funny too, because like in my unit, sometimes people will be like, "Oh, aren't you the motherfucker that like saw Bigfoot?" And I'll be like, <laughs> "I'll be like, oh, I didn't really see him, but you know, whatever." Nah, the other guy. Yeah, but he. I mean, he's not. He's not in in the military anymore but um you know it's it's one of the things where i'm sure that there's something i don't i don't i don't necessarily say yes it was bigfoot but until i know what it was I mean, i'm just gonna say it was bigfoot mostly for the fun but because i don't know yeah i, re- I really and don't now, like so i've been hunting and stuff and all that for a long time i know different sounds and all that um, and there's like I remember that video you sent me of the sounds and which sound it was and that's yeah there's there's actually uh, a couple other sounds on there because there's there's a couple on there that I'm pretty sure are fucking mountain lion and another one that's just an owl but um but yeah it's there's nothing like it man and it, it's like your it's like your subconscious knows too because um, when a mountain lion screams. Like the first time you hear it, even the second time, sometimes like your hair will stand up because it sounds like a fucking human. Yeah. Thing. But after a few times, it's not a big deal. I mean, mm-hmm. and it's definitely not going to make your hair stand up when when you listen to it, like for the comfort of your bedroom or whatever. But when you do, when you do that, um, from the safety of your house and your hair stands up, it probably I don't know where I come from. We call that a clue. <laughs> um let me here let me share screen too so and then share audio so you can hear it um but i'm gonna play it and then like it'll just record into our our thing um so here let me know can you hear this yes okay so let me find the sound clip and i'm gonna play it and why this... is there a bunch of anime nightcore in your uh, suggested? <laughs> it's for uh, it's for when I'm prepping my body pillow and fluffing it up. No, there's in my uh, in my recommended. There's like, dude, there's there's like a huge conglomerate. There's like tombstone clips, uh, videos of like combat, uh, random UFO things. Like my my uh, whole for my the whole... listener, for the person listening. Uh, he's lying. It's literally <laughs> all anime. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right, here's the sound clip. And 
This is what we yeah, heard when, when we were out there, and it scared the fuck out of us. Like, it scared it scared us so bad when, once we heard it, and we are like, oh, shit, like, this is real. So, uh, all right. Yeah, so people are gonna say like I don't know. People are gonna try to disprove shit all the time, but I mean, after you so after you've listened to that sound, I want the listener to go listen to like a mountain lion or whatever, because this took place in North America. As far as we know, there are no primates in North America other than the ones at the zoo. So I mean, unless a monkey escaped, which I doubt did, because. I'm sure you would see that on your local news. And there's not even a zoo in that area. It's like a small ass, right. like rural town. So, like again, we're not here to convince anybody of anything. It's just cool stories. But yep. I mean, if this is intriguing to you, like you need to go check that out because it's you'll hear like because that's pro- the closest thing I could say to th- that being would be a mountain lion or a fucking rabbit dying. But and yeah, and that's the thing too is that so we had heard this noise 15, 20 feet away from us. It was loud, like exactly, like insanely, like louder than I could scream. And uh, yeah, and I mean, it, it would be it would be like if if you were laying in the woods and it was all quiet and you can hear some bugs and frogs and stuff, and then all of a sudden somebody gets in a megaphone 15 feet away from you and yells as loud as it can. That's what right. it sounded like, and so. If it was a mountain lion, it would a it it was stalking you, and it would not have made that noise. Period. Yeah. Because they're not going to do anything until they are attacking you, and they don't make a noise unless they're fucking or killing. Yeah, I mean they're cats. And, they're they're quiet. Yeah, and a rabbit dying, um, you would have also heard something else. And the thing you know? too is and, like, and it would have been quick. If it was a rabbit, it wouldn't have been that loud. Not only that, but we wouldn't have heard it running through the woods and breaking sticks and stuff. So that was that was the other thing too. Is like we had heard a couple of owls that maybe could have sounded somewhat close to it under the right circumstance, but that doesn't explain what was running through the woods when it occurred. Right, and something that's that that's making that much noise running through the woods is not gonna a be that small. Chase a fucking rabbit, <laughs> you know? Yeah, and. The other thing too, so this is what we, if we want to go down the route of yes, it was a Bigfoot encounter. The reason why we think that it happened was maybe that's one of its paths that it takes to get between points and it had noticed that something was off once it had seen the vehicle and seen us sleeping there. Um, And it wanted to do like a show of force kind of thing, like run through and scare us. Yeah, and that's mostly like like when you look at behavioral stuff, behavioral studies because there are people who take it serious they're more likely to just try to scare you off than they they are to hurt you that's why i always say like don't (laughs) don't shoot at something you don't know right like Mm -hmm. even if you think it's a bigfoot or whatever just don't shoot it man because a you're not ready for that fight and b we don't know if they try (laughs) if they're a pack 
if they're a tribe species, if they're what, you know. So it's yeah. just like just don't, sh and just just don't, man. Yeah. Also, because like <laughs> you're you're not gonna end up getting your your fame of oh I turned in a Bigfoot to the museum or whatever. Like it's not gonna happen. I I I do truly believe that if if you encounter something like that out in the woods and you shoot at it, you're not leaving the woods. Right. And I mean, let's be honest, if they are out there, those people are like people are high up already know that they're out there and you're not going to get anything but a cover up if you turn a body in. Mm -hmm. Because here's the thing. If you turn, if you go public about a body, you're going to end up disappearing because of all the money you're going to affect. You're going to affect national parks revenue. You're going to affect uh, camping revenue. You're going to affect a lot of stuff. So like, and it's a big chain reaction. Like you're going to affect all the way to REI's fucking YTD sales. Okay. Cause people aren't going to be going outside as much. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of people too take comfort in, in the idea of, Oh, that's not possible. That's not a thing. It's the same thing. Like, you know, people that blissful ignorance. Yeah. And it's the same thing. Like people that say like, Oh, you know, there's no such thing as, you know, ghosts or demons or whatever like that. Like, yeah, well there's been records of people that have been, like legitimately uh, possessed and stuff, and mm -hmm. like you can't, you can't deny those things. There have been a couple instances where those people that you know they thought that were possessed were, they had some weird mental condition. But what caused that? You know what I mean? So, it's yep, it's exactly. all like saying, oh, that doesn't exist is honestly like a cope because you don't want to, you don't want to like think about all the things that come <laughs> so, with it existing. Yeah. Yeah, they, uh, we as apex predators don't want to, or not really, we're not really apex predators, right? Like, we're just at yeah, the top of the food chain because we're, we're smart. Um, but we don't want to think that there's something out there that's, like, bigger and better than us. Yep. So, but that's that's my story. That's my story. Uh, again, straight up, dude, like, if you live near uh, Lincoln, New Hampshire, holler at me. And I mean, like, don't just be like, yeah, you know, I could, I could do that. If you're serious... I've got like three things I want you to do and uh, I will provide uh, monetary support for those things. Yeah. Yep. Um, if you live in my state, I can tell you roughly where it happened and all I can say is I'm not, I don't plan on moving out there. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, so that's it. We got to wrap it up though. Um, thanks for... Patch drop. Yep, Patch Drop, thanks for sharing your story. If you guys have any crazy sure. stories, um, feel free to let us know. And, you know, maybe if we get enough guys, we can uh, we can do like a Discord group chat kind of thing. and Have a campfire episode, maybe. Yeah, share the stories, talk about it. And uh, in the future, too, we plan on doing a couple things that are more, not necessarily gear-related, but some more, I guess, philosophical or like metaphysical topics. So things yeah, like... We're definitely definitely on track to do a mindset episode yep and then also things like you know in nature being able to the fact that people can in the past communicate with animals it sort of sort of way there's some there's some weird quirks with that but all things that we like to cover things that interest us and a lot of it too will help round you to be more prepared i would say right so but yep that's it patch drop go buy it
father from ancient times. Told from a forgotten world. With wonder they look upon me. What took you so long? Oh. 